The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Capp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Well, it's really hard for me to believe anyway. Today is episode 52. I liked when I turned 52 because I was playing with a full deck, but then, of course, the next year I could add a joker. I don't know. I like puns, that East Coast humor, but it's 52. This is a year, and it feels really important and wonderful. Trip around the sun and doing this, and so many cultural things also commemorate what's going on for us. We're recording this the day after Yom Kippur. It's the tradition I'm born into, love the music and love to go, and it's, it can be transcendent. As I found so many beautiful religions have the spirituality imbued with them. Did I use that word correctly? The religion will have a way, a means for us to let go, have renewal. There are dietary things. You know, I think of Ramadan and some of the kosher laws and in other cultures, the, the laws are so similar. There are so many things through the history and so many things that we can resonate and so many things that I know I don't and a lot of other people don't. It feels to me, oh, one young man, Connor, we've channeled him before. We've talked to his mom, I think both the parents, his parents have been on here, and he's the one who came through and said, when people really start listening to divine consciousness, to God, they'll no longer listen to men. Through all of these religions, there are so many rules and all these things, and we discern and we figure out what resonates with us. For me, it's allowing and feeling what resonates Sometimes instead of going to the synagogue, we would go to Swami's garden, Yogananda's, and God is everywhere. But thinking about renewal, I was thinking about how that that whole day to just relax and and pray and, and talk to God about things. And it's about how to open our hearts and let go of the patterns that we're not thrilled about, moving forward, forgiveness, all of those things. And it mirrors what's going on out there for our loved ones who are seeing a life review, letting go of things, wanting to move forward with an open heart and more expanded. Yes, yes, yes. Out there they are doing that just like us. And it's interesting. We're a mixed religion family with marriages happening and all of that. And we talk about how other cultures focusing, bringing some of the things home to the earth plane 
and giving ourselves some structure and guidance. It's an amazing thing. I didn't learn until I was about, oh, in my mid-30s, all of a sudden, instead of just being hungry on Yom Kippur, I realized I don't have to think about that. I don't have to worry about that. It's interesting if you do something with your mind and you think you're supposed to do it, and oh my, I mean, we're all taught to do that. And then going underneath it and looking at what's available as a tool. Lent can be a tool. The fasting at Ramadan can be a tool. All of these things were originally set up. And it's interesting because I'm not a kosher person, but I understand that to me, the kosher laws would be now to have whole food or organic food. And it doesn't mean you can't go out and have whatever, but it's it's interesting how times change, but it's just a call to consciousness. And especially with the high holy days that just happened in Judaism, you know, it's there's a lot of looking at everything and repetition and all of that. And I love the music and I love floating along. To me, it's a magic carpet ride. But you know what? The music and the beauty to me in so many religions, I don't have that much experience, but I've gone to churches and to masses and, and to different things here and there. And the beauty, it is a magic carpet ride. So got me to thinking, how can we take that magic carpet ride? How can we have that sense of renewal? You know what? That sense of renewal is a breath. That sense of renewal, even if the mind is spinning, you know, we all have situations and we've had a lot of medical things going on and I tend to lie awake and you're in that reactive, reactive place. And you notice the mind is so strong and when we take a breath, even if we don't know how to relax ourselves, even if we don't know how to self-soothe, just taking a breath, and going back to, oh, these kids are coming in. Michaela is talking about her mom. So here we have a little sweet couple, Michaela and Connor, both coming in to chat today. Michaela is talking about what her mom said about awareness of the connection is the connection. At holiday time, whether it's secular, religious, a birthday, an anniversary, any of these things, equinox, any of those things that we hold dear and that we notice with the passing of time and that we expand with, when, when something changes and somebody we love has gone out of body, everything changes. How do we relate to that? We feel like we're standing still to hold on. And yet time marches as they say. Well, we know now that time is circular. There's all kinds of things time. We're going to be learning more, more and more and more as Einstein and Steve Jobs and brilliant minds channel into the brilliant minds here and expand and help us and teach us. But you know, there really is the ability for time warp. There really is. And we hear from out there that quantum healing is what we would perceive to be a time warp. Sometimes we need healing in a way that there's a spontaneous thing that happens, and other times it's like, why hasn't it, of course? But sometimes what we perceive to be miracles happen, and then we think of what Einstein says, one of his famous, famous quotes, and it speaks from his heart. We know his glorious mind and his intention, but from his heart, we can live every day as if every 
everything is a miracle. Or we can live as if nothing is. And you know what we're all choosing. And what's really brilliant and beautiful is that the miracles are always happening. And what does that say about miracles? That we live in a state of grace, that the mind, we have to allow it to be suspended for what physics has taught us up to this point, because physics is expanding. I've channeled in for many, many years that spiritual DNA is stronger than the DNA from, they're not even letting me use the words. I'm looking for the words. They just stop and go, yeah. Spiritual DNA, epigenetics. We inherit in our DNA the trauma. You know what they're going to be finding next? And this has been coming in for years. Whether you're adopted, whether you're surrogate, you come into that soul family, you're going to share that with them. Maybe, now don't get discouraged, if, if you know someone or love someone who's done an alternative thing to avoid some genetic things going on, sure, of course you can do that. But here's the thing, soul memory lies not in our genetics, but in the time we spend with each other between lives, in lives, the love that we have, the determination to come into the family we come into. Pretty strong stuff goes for animals too. They'll come back. We have our soul animals and we have ones that come in and love us and then dance out and they come somewhere else. But sometimes we have our soul animals that will accompany us many times in this lifetime. They know how to come back. We all know how to do it, but you see the spiritual knowingness they're saying. The spiritual knowingness is such strength that we cannot see with our physical eyes and conceive with our physical minds. And yet our physical eyes and physical minds are such gifts to maneuver and let in light and discern on the physical plane. Well, they're very high vibration. And what they do is they let in the light for the soul to recognize and go, ah, yes, that's why I came here. Ah, yes. Because for so many of us, there have been situations that aren't so easy. And you look up and say, oh, okay. Hopefully we are in a place where we can feel that we are happy we signed on. And sometimes that's impossible to feel. When you're attached to the ground floor and it feels like loved ones have just taken that elevator and you don't know how to access. Your soul does. And your eyes and your mind are beautiful gifts, transient as they are, just like the physical body. But while you're in the physical body, they're there to guide you and help you rejuvenate and take a breath. So let's do this. Ah, just sit and take a deep breath, whatever state of being you're in. And if your feet are flat on the floor, just feel the attachment. You're grounded. If you're lying down, just feel the attachment. Ah, planes going by. I don't know if you can hear it to remind us to look up and know that our access is always there. We are always attached. You know, there's a cord that goes straight up. Always, for all of us. Vibrationally, we're attached to each other. Allow the shoulders to relax. Allow the heart to just feel open. Feel the energy moving down the spine. Feel the posture just open up as the head goes up. We clothe ourselves in a robe of white. 
composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine. Here we are. We're here in body. Okay, I have to correct that. I'm addressing this to you in body, and now I'm going to acknowledge the many, 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 many beings around you, around me, who are out of body. Some are guides. Some haven't been in body during our lifetime. And they're here, and they're helping, and they're guiding, and they're loving us. And they're always there. Do you know, it's interesting. I think I've said before, I never really learned how to ask for myself until I was a bit older. You know, they're always there. One thing I always understood that I say before every reading and every podcast, help me to accept and understand everything that comes. Not, oh, okay, nope, not understood. They just corrected me. Help me to accept everything that comes in and everything that doesn't come in. You see, they talk fast, so I'm malaprop. What doesn't come in could be the most important. Ellie Wazell just tapped me on the shoulder and says, if you recall, dear, if you recall, one of the most important things I would say, and boy, did he say some beautiful things. Silence. The power of silence. Ah, well... Another plane is going by. The power of silence as we look up. <laughs> it's so much fun because what's happening here is we're in the physical plane. There are going to be interruptions. Maybe the dog is barking. Maybe the kitty jumped on you. Maybe the phone is ringing. Maybe you're thinking about something you need to do. All of that is okay because it's about integration. It's about being peaceful. Oh, now there's a truck going by. I love it. It's right on cue. All of us are in the middle of whether we're feeling we can do it or not in a particular time we're in, but we're here living our life. We're here in body. And there are things going on around us. I remember when a loved one passed being angry the next day that the sun came up and cars were going by. What the hell? You know, really? So here we are. So we've done our protection and intention. Take a breath and realizing that while we are sitting here and hearing and acknowledging the things that are going on around us, notice the energy in your gut. Notice what's going on in your legs and your feet. You're grounded. And then feel your spine and the sense of responsibility that your soul through the body, the gift of your body, through the gift of your mind, the gift of your heart, your gut instinct and intuition, they're aligned. They're aligned to help you, to help you breathe. Not that you need to do anything other. Take a breath. Let the images come into your mind. Smile if that's appropriate. Push them away if you like. Let them stay. Let a tear come. Welcome the mind. See, see, we talk about going beyond the mind because we've been taught limitations. We've been taught so much. Oh, that there has to be a practical reason for that. I think we're already past all that, and sometimes there are practical reasons. 
Very, very often our loved ones are playing with us, coming through, trying to let us know. Let the mind relax, knowing that it's been taught so much to be suspicious and to question. What a lovely gift that is for the mind. We're here to explore and to learn on the on the earth plane. Ellie Wiesel said something else that I found magnificent, and I carry this my whole life. He said, it isn't so much about the answers. If you figure out the question, ah, that's what's important. So the question here is, how can we best invite the mind? And as we've talked about, the soul is such high vibration. The gut instinct is high vibration, the heart is too. When we separate, for analogy's sake, in terms of our thinking caps, any of you remember Amparo? Put on your thinking cap, and that would guide you. You know, we little kids, think before you speak. Think what you just did. I want you to think about what you're, you know, all of those things. Well, we're trusted with good thinkers, aren't we? If we think about what we do and what we did, yeah, it might bring us down some crazy roads. But usually what I think, you know, the what they're asking us to do, the powers that be when we're younger and they're teaching us, isn't to think about it, but to ask your heart what's going on with that thinking. Does it resonate with your gut instinct? You just pushed a kid because they were whatever. Does that resonate with your gut? Maybe not. We spend a lot of time within ourselves. They're using the word somewhat confounded. Because we come in with a magnificent good instinct for love and connection. We come in with a magnificent desire most of the time to be grounded here and help and expand. And the families or the people we come into or end up with Maybe trying to understand, you know, for many of us, we feel like we're dropped from another planet at times. That's going to happen. So the mind is trying to figure out how to make sense of it all, but can it? Well, at times, yes, most of the time, no. If you had your arms around someone you love in the physical body, and now you can't do that. And we talk about how much they're loving you. How much they feel your love for them. But you're here in the physical plane. And the idea, the mind, wrapping that around the fact that you can't hug them that way, that can blow your mind. Blow the gaskets and fill, it does. It can fill us with such whatever it is despair. Notice now how you're feeling. Notice what's going on in your gut. Your loved ones are wrapped around you and they're saying, now you've dropped down into the heart and gut just like that. You might still be thinking, 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 yeah, that doesn't make sense. You are right. It does not, your brain is telling you it doesn't make sense. And that's okay. My brain told me that the sun, we shouldn't, the earth, the earth shouldn't be turning. It doesn't make sense. But that's our reality. And our reality drops us down 
to our very being and our gut. When we love that much, how can the brain handle it, let alone the heart? How can we? It helps here to remember that with all our loved ones, at times we've been in body, they've been out of body, we've been in body, they've been out of body. Our soul group, sometimes we're in, sometimes we're out. If, if you're missing a parent, they were in body before you and you used to watch them. You scouted sometimes when they were in body and, and you were not. Now they're out of body, they're scouting you, they're watching over you. Children who come into us, and it is not uncommon for us to feel them, even if we're not conscious of it, but to feel them before they come in. They know what they're doing. They know how to find us. And if a child has gone out of body, how you long to hold Hold them heart to heart. And the mind, they're saying no matter what you do, that mind cannot grasp it. And maybe they say, well, time heals. You know, time shifts things, sure. But when you've hugged heart to heart, the mind can't comprehend something like that. So let's just embrace the mind and hug it with all our heart here as we're attached to and grounded with the physical plane and yet expanded and feeling our loved ones with us. Those children who you love so dearly, who have gone out of body, they've already scouted you before they came in. They found you, didn't they? However they came in. They know how to find you now. You know the phrase, love is greater than pain. Alan, whose real name, as you know, is Amir, he asked his mom when he said, we go through, why, why, to learn that love is greater than pain. And he said to his mom, are you going to be better or worse for the time we've had together? Would you trade me for another that you could still have now? No, of course, she said. She wouldn't trade a day. She wouldn't trade anything. And he said, let's make it better because we have that. But you see, he was out of body watching over her before he came in. And now he's doing the same. He's waving at everyone and sending so much love. His, his mom, as many of you know, couldn't go back to her corporate life, went and got another master's degree so that she could work as a social worker in hospice. And she would feel Amir with her every time working with her. They are collaborators. We are collaborators. But once in a while, that mind, that mind can take us. And you know, it, it just in a place where you can't seem to come back. The mind takes you to a panic place. The panic, the chest pain, the heartache, the doubled over, that fetal position pain. What can we do? Can't use our brain right then. We can try. But we can do something simple to aid and abet our loved ones who are holding us. We can do something that they now do energetically. But they still do it with energy. 
and they are holding us, and we can take a breath. That breath will pull you to now. The past is so hard for the mind we want to hug. The future is so hard for the mind. How do we put one foot in front of the other? Honor the mind with its trying to sort it out, but it can't. But it tries. Don't make the mind an enemy to walk away from. Embrace it and calm it. Because it needs to be reminded the mind is at the mercy of the soul and the soul's wisdom. So when you take a breath, something shifts in your energy. They hug us and we expand. We don't have to do anything. Most of all, we don't have to think anything because we've all been to those places where you can't think yourself out of it. No, you can't. And maybe if we think, can we breathe ourselves out of it? We know we can't because the mind is telling us we can't do that. One breath. Notice the breath gently. Notice, ah, there's a plane going by. Attention again. Upward, upward. They're with us. They're with us. They're holding us. They're loving us. And they care about us. And yes, it matters. They're not here, so it doesn't matter. The mind can play tricks. One thing that comes through in channeling constantly is how much it matters. One little girl said to her mom, you used to cook good things for all of us, and since I went out of body, you haven't for my sisters. It matters. And when you do it for you, it matters. I'm here. What we do matters, and the mind can tell us otherwise because the mind is trained to see and react to what is going on for us as we move forward in the physical plane. And right here, right now, you're training the mind with all your heart because that's all you're doing. You're inviting the mind in. You're not pushing it away and saying, oh, dear, you're making it so hard. We're inviting the main, <laughs> they're laughing because they're, they're going fast, but yet they're pacing it because they want everything to be calm. And I'm used to channeling so fast and they're laughing. And if, if you just giggled and you're feeling like you just want to laugh, whether something's funny or not. One thing I find when I meditate or right before a session or right before, sometimes the vibration is so high. I start laughing, and it isn't because it's funny, but it's joyful. And the mind can say, what are you joyful about right now? But the heart, going to connect it now. The heart is connecting with that loved one out there who loves you and wants your heart to feel good. Whatever responsibility you feel, you have to figure out and da-da-da, and what happened, who was mad. Right now, it's love. Right now, they're connecting with our hearts, and they are inviting the mind to have a playful thought, even if the going was harsh. Is there a playful thought 
their face they used to make. Even if they were a little grouchy, is there something you can smile about? Invite the mind to show you a couple pictures, and then let it drop to the heart. You see, your mind is your friend. It doesn't need to be pushed away. We often talk about the mind will do its thing, and then you say, sit, stay, but always welcome. Uh, another plane. You know, we're, we're kind of not too far from a small airport, and they're not supposed to fly over the house, and today they are. I think it's a reminder. Maybe they're just getting pulled in here to see the light emanating from where we're recording. Everything around you is here to remind you not much is random, really. Eliezer is not. There's no such thing as coincidence. This is fun. All the favors are coming in with those quotes. Take what resonates with you, with your heart. Take what resonates with your mind, and know that your gut instinct, your gut instinct, knows what's going on. Notice how you feel grounded. Another quote from a fine sage. Remember Casey Kasem. <laughs> Keep your feet on the ground and your head in the stars. How amazing that we can have contact with people through the ether. How beautiful that we can travel and hug each other on the earth plane from far away the next day. With it. How amazing. How beautiful to know with all our heart, with all our instinct, and inviting the mind that our loved ones who are out of body, the advice we seek, the love we give, it's all happening. And just like with epigenetic science, we'll catch up. What joy to watch as that happens. Sometimes you see these articles, oh, the scientists are proven that you know something happens and we're still conscious. And how beautiful that, you know, I, I, I used to think personally, how silly science is that they're just running to catch up with something that so many know. But how sacred it is, because it's the realm of the mind. But don't forget those with beautiful minds. Ah, Einstein laughs. Don't forget he says the key, <laughs> that humility is the key to humanity. Those that are looking to figure it all out, they have hearts and souls too. And our scientists and our teachers, they're learning, they're downloading. How can they not, from what's going on on our earth, between the pandemic and the climate and what's going on and the fear, how can we not respond without our heart and gut integrated with the mind? Ah, one more thing. Our sweet Mr. <laughs> Dr. Einstein says he had commented, and of course he's out of body now, but Stephen Hawking's, he was designed to be in a body so that the scientists and the people working with him would have a knee-jerk reaction to open the heart so that everything they downloaded from his wisdom, his knowledge, all they learned, their heart was open. We can open our hearts at any time. You just did it. You just did it. You just did it. And all it takes is intention. You've got this. Take a breath. Stay hydrated. Breathe. And look up. Look at the clouds. Look at the trees. 
take a breath and know that integration is yours because integration is real. Those who are past are present and they care. And so do we. Until next. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at MarilynCapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.